No mai, Heidi mai, ki tēnei hōtaka. Welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Wallace Chapman here. Now today you thought you'd heard the last of it, but no. Capital gains tax and wealth tax, it's back on the political menu. That just after four. Auckland Transport is pushing ahead to remove the last of the remaining car parks for shoppers on Auckland's famed Karangahape Road. How do Aucklanders feel about that? And we had quite a response about the lack of access to health in regional Aotearoa, and we said we'd do a follow-up for you. We're going to do that today. Also this afternoon, a couple in the Hawke's Bay find $70,000 by the side of the road, and they hand it in. Inspector Chris Wallace joins it. If you found, say, a $100 note, be honest, would you keep it? And this from the office water cooler files. Now, we got talking about pronunciation. What mispronounced words really gets on your wick? Espresso, kilometre. Did you know, and this apparently is true, did you know that flaccid is actually pronounced flaccid? Text me. 2101. Our panel today is none other than Sue Bradford, a community based activist and former Green MP. Sue, lovely to have you here. Kia ora. Did you know that? No, I did not. Well, there you <laughs> I'm have I'm very it. suspicious about yeah. that pronunciation. <laughs> well, that's what our pronunciation expert said. Anyway, also with us, Scott Campbell, director of Sca- Campbell Squared Communications, former political journalist at 3 News. Kia ora, Scott. Nice to have you here. Kia ora. I also didn't know that, but I'll keep that in mind for next time it's, I use it. <laughs> apparently it's true. <laughs> it's, it's become flaccid, but it's actually flaccid. Flaccid. So try that. Interesting. What's your most uh, mispronounced word? Text me, 210. To this first and big news over the weekend, Youthline have announced they will now, for the first time in their 53-year history, be making their helpline available 24-7. Now that means anyone aged between 12 and 24 will be able to reach a registered counsellor at any time where previous only crisis calls could be taken between midnight and 8am. The new strategy, it was made possible with funding from ASB and our next guest said that offering a full overnight service has been a long-held dream with us as Youthline CEO Shay Ronald, who's had years of experience in a youth-focused capacity, including 10 years in family and youth law. Shay, kia ora. Nice to have you on the panel. Kia ora, Wallace. Kia ora, Sue and Scott. Kia ora. I can imagine, well, in your own words, a long-held dream. 53 years on, here we have 24-7, a long time coming. It's absolutely incredible, honestly. We woke up, you know, the day after launch and we were just like, oh my goodness, this is just huge for us and it has already made such a significant impact. I mean, I can talk a bit about that, what we've already been seeing, if that's of interest. Why don't you say that? What are you seeing? Because it'll be of interest to both our, our panel but also our listeners across the country. Yeah, sure. So we've seen, you know, over the last three years about a 65.5% increase in risk through our helpline service. And, for example, we supported a 1,000 more young people last year. And in the two months, without any promotion, our trained counsellors overnight have supported over 400 clients. And of those clients, 20% were experiencing suicide risk, 10% self-harm risk, and 5% were at risk of abuse. So we're seeing higher demand levels and we're also seeing higher risk levels 
on the overnight service without any promotion whatsoever. And since we've now launched it publicly, um, we've seen significant spikes in demand. That's extraordinary, Shay. Look, we have a panel with us. Let's bring them in. Uh, Sue Bradford. Oh, look, it's obviously great news. I hope that um, you're able to have the capacity to meet um, what could become a spiralling demand. I mean, do you have that sense that it might just keep going up and up? Yeah, well, thanks, Sue. Um, yes, because we've seen it increasing and we know, you know, we did this nationally representative survey through Cantar Public and three quarters of all young people surveyed said that mental health is the biggest issue facing their generation. So we've seen that. We really are seeing that young people, you know, we are facing a mental health crisis in New Zealand for young people in Aotearoa, and that is a a global trend as well. Um, And then COVID-19 and the adverse weather events have also exacerbated that. So we're seeing a lot of um, things, harder things for young people, I think, these days than many previous generations have had to deal with, and that's definitely impacting on mental health and wellbeing. Shay Scott uh, here. So just congratulations again um, on that as well and, and a shout out to um, ASB. Yeah. Is, is it, um, it might sound like a fairly obvious question, but um, the 24-7, um, I'm assuming that calls come in not during 9 to 5 and actually having that available outside those hours is really important. And and also, I'm picking up on what you said around a higher need and a higher risk. Is it that it's always been there, but just people haven't been able to get hold of, of you or others? Yeah, that's a good question. Because we've seen this trend globally, so since 2012, we've seen a doubling in mental distress rates in young people across the world, um, including here in Aotearoa. We think that there is actually increasing mental distress. Um, You know, we've seen the impact of social media, concerns about the climate and weather uncertainties, economic pressures, COVID-19, all of that taking a toll on on the young people that we're supporting. Um, In relation to overnight, you know, we know research shows us that nighttime is typically harder for our rangatahi, that often there is rumination, negative thinking um, repetitively, and that it's often happening at nighttime and often worse for those who might already be feeling anxious or low. We also know that for young people, they can struggle at times, something I don't know about you, but to disengage from social media and that yeah. has an impact. Yeah. This is something close to your heart, this topic, Sue, as well. Oh, absolutely. Um, having had um, dire impacts of mental illness in my own family. Um, I just wondered, like, further on from the overnight and phone services, have you been able to improve capacity yourselves in terms of ongoing support for young people? Yeah, no, good question. So we in Auckland, Tamaki Makoto, um, with some additional support we've been able to get, we are providing free counselling to rangatahi aged 12 to 24 in the Auckland region, which is amazing. And we're looking to roll that out you know, nationally um, to some level um, over the next next year. Um, we also have, we provide free youth mentoring and programs in the schools and in the community so that's kind of some of the ongoing support not just the one-off support on the helpline but a lot of young people will contact us for one issue and then you know contact us again they have a good experience with other issues and we also just to make sure everyone knows we're also um, here to support adults who are supporting young people so we have many parents families Mm. aunties teachers social workers Mm. 
calling us as well. Such an important service. We're talking uh, youth line moving to 24-7 counselling service. I'm looking here at some of the numbers. In two months, they've received more than 60 calls and over 4,500 text messages between midnight and 8am. So, and crucially, there have been nine interventions where um, services like police mm-hmm. were contacted. It's a very, very important service here. Let me ask you this. If ASB didn't stump up this money so you could go 24-7, what would have happened? Well, we wouldn't. We would still only have an overnight crisis service. So that was young people could call us if they were in crisis. But now we can, any, any issue, big or small, they can call us and they can text us between the hours of midnight and 8 a.m., so it makes us a full 24-hour service. So we have to fundraise $1.4 million every year to keep our helpline going. We supported over 15,000 young people last year. ASB, their support is on top of that. So the overnight service, they're funding that. Um, we've never had that support before. You know, it, it really is a long-held dream. That's something that's got, isn't it? Made a reality. Oh, it, yeah. it's amazing. I guess what I'm hearing um, from you is that it just opens more access to people because when, when you were taking just crisis calls, does that mean you were essentially triaging out people who might not have met a certain threshold? Yeah, well, you know, people could contact us if they were in crisis. Otherwise, we needed to get back to them the next day or, yeah. Well, Shay, I mean, look, it's amazing. all the very best. This is really great news for you. And I really, uh, as you say, it's your long-held dream and long may this continue. Thank you. Really appreciate it, you guys. That's, kia ora. Yeah, kia ora. That's Youthline Thank CEO you. Shay Ronald there. Many years of experience in uh, youth uh, issues, including uh, in youth law for a decade. So that news here, youth, and if you do, do need um, uh, someone to talk to, even in the early hours of the night, youth line 24-7 now. Mind you, some wonderful, wonderful pedantry coming through by our, by our gorgeous listeners. Uh, Wallace, debut being pronounced as debut by every RNZ presenter. Get it right. Um, so your most m- – <laughs> uh, it's mischievous, not mischievous. So what's your most what, – what really grinds your gears when it comes to – Pronunciation. We're going to be talking about that this afternoon. 2101. Keep those coming. All right, it's time for what I call the IBT or your I've been thinking. Sue Bradford, take it away. I've been thinking about how the atmosphere in this country just at the moment is one of the strangest I've ever lived through, and I've been around for a while now. Um, the protracted wait for National and its friends to form a government is unavoidable. But it leaves a hiatus that's, that for some of us creates a sort of sense of simmering foreboding that increases every day that we wait to see what the final shape of things will look like. While the three parties will have to make compromises, I fear what will happen in the areas where they have a lot in common, like law and order, stripping out gains unions have made, and deepening threats to the well-being of beneficiaries, people without housing, and others that are deemed to be undeserving poor. And as for our country's fate in terms of trying to meet emissions targets, protect biodiversity, and to genuinely honour Te Tiriti or Waitangi, that's a whole nother set of huge anxieties right there. And these things matter. At the same time, as the country sits in this strange limbo, we're watching children die on our TVs every night in a frightening new version of an old war, an absolute tragedy. And I think quite a few people who usually consider themselves in good mental health are struggling a bit right now. 
Kia ora, so absolutely uh, they are struggling, and that kind of speaks to exactly what Shay Ronald's saying right there. Eh? So it fits perfectly into uh, into that Sue Bradford there on her I've been thinking. Right, Scott Campbell, take it away. Yeah, I guess, and, and probably following on a little bit from that, I'm, I'm concerned um, that we probably haven't seen the worst of it yet and just dealing with a whole bunch of people across the country, you know, businesses, not-for-profits, just individuals who have been hanging out and waiting for this to come to get some confidence, and we're still waiting, and we're almost at Christmas, and will we still be waiting? So I'm, you know, I think we need a bit of hope. Uh, I'm going to break one of those rules and maybe put up the Christmas tree a bit early to try and get, get into the spirit of it, maybe do something like that. Um, something else that's on my mind, and just off the back of the youth line stuff, but um, uh, this month, Bell Cancer New Zealand are running a campaign at the moment for, which is called Never Too Young, uh, aimed at those 40s, mid-40s and younger, um, who might be seeing some symptoms and changes in their body, um, that you're never too young mm-hmm. to be diagnosed diagnosed with bowel cancer. So if you're wanting to know some of the symptoms and what to look out for, um, bowelcancernz.org.nz is the place to go. Um, and it's worth just checking it out because if you can get it early, um, it is treatable and curable. So it's um, we as younger people, and I've been um, one of those who have been impacted by it, mm. still consider myself fairly young, um, but we don't think it's going to happen to us as younger people. And it's actually the second biggest cancer killer in the country. So um, if you notice some changes, have a look. Gosh. The team at Bowel Cancer New Zealand are really awesome. Oh, kia ora, Scott. I really appreciate that. And you're honest, too, particularly as it comes from a personal space as well, this endorsement to get screened. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and I was one of those ones who tried to tough things out for a while and just thought, oh, no. I noticed some changes and thought, oh, should we write? I'll give it a month or so. And it got to the point where I couldn't get off the couch and I had to go and see the GP. Um, and, you know, things got working really quickly, and I'm, I'm early and uh, into the treatment phase, so I'm one of the lucky ones um, on this journey. But don't just wait. Don't be the tough guy because your health is yeah. the leveller, right? That's the thing that gets you. And so what do you do? You just you book into a – first thing is check with your GP? Yeah, check with the GP. They run all sorts of different tests. Um, Bowel Cancer New Zealand has some really good information on their website. Um, so have a look there. Very good. Lots to discuss this afternoon with Scott Campbell and Sue Bradford. And now, by the way, that number – I didn't say this – youth line is 0800 376 633. That again, 0800 376 633, or you can text 234. You're with the panel on RNZ National. Oh, some wonderful. It's Hamner Springs, not Han. No, it is Hamner Springs, not Hamner Springs. Gosh, lots of mispronunciations coming through. Kia ora to you all there. 2101 is the number to text.